Welcome to the Camp Deer Run Podcast. I'm Ty Ford coming to you from the piney woods of Camp Deer Run. We hope this podcast will encourage you and keep you on the path following Jesus every day. I hope y'all are doing well. I imagine your schools will be starting soon. My two boys started school on Monday, two days ago, and thankfully they have had two great days of school, and they're a little bit tired. I wish school had not started on Monday. That makes for a really long first week, Um, but they're doing well, and it's been going good so far. So I hope that uh, if you're starting school, or if you've already started, or if you're about to start school, that you two are having a great experience. And you know, during this school year, there's going to be so many things that are different. It's not going to look exactly like a normal year. And I just want to encourage you to not worry and to not stress over things that are a little bit different, but to just try to enjoy every day for what it is to enjoy the fact that you get to be around your friends at school, that you get to go to school and have that attitude that this is something I get to do, not that I have to do it. And I really think that your attitude will help shape each day for you. So I just want to encourage you with that. And that really leads us into what we're going to be talking about. You know, we're, we're discussing the path. Our theme was stay on the path this summer. And in this podcast, we're talking about how do we do that? How do we stay on God's path? And what is involved in that? What does it look like? And today we're going to talk about something that's very powerful. Honestly, it's something that I didn't even understand uh, how empowered I have been in this area of my life until I was probably almost 20 years old. You see, each one of us has been given the power by God to make decisions, to choose for ourselves what we will do. And I know that some of you are very young and you can't even drive yet. And you you kind of feel like, well, I, I can't make that many choices about where I go or what I do. And, you know, that may be true that in different uh, stages of life, you have the ability to make more or less decisions Um, But that does not change the fact that you have still been given the power to choose. And choice is a very powerful thing that will help determine the course of your life. I want to share some things with you um, to just help you consider the choices you make, how to make godly choices, and how to approach each day, understanding that you're going to make hundreds of choices every single day that either help you stay on the path or lead you off in a different direction. And I know because you love the Lord, you want to walk with Him. You want to be on His path. And you want to choose the way that He wants you to go. So how do we do that? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. So when we think about staying on the path, I mean, if you just consider a path, you have to continue on it to actually stay on the path. So there is choice involved in this all the time. 
in order to continue to walk in a certain direction, you got to choose to put one foot forward in front of the other over and over again as you go forward on that path. You are making choices all the time. Let's think through your day a little bit. When you wake up, you immediately choose whether you're going to snooze that alarm or whether you're going to pull the covers back over your head when your parents have woken you up for school. Uh, you're making a choice immediately. Then you choose whether you're going to go to the bathroom, or whether you're going to go kind of sit on the couch and wake up for a little bit. You choose whether you're going to brush your teeth before or after breakfast. You choose uh, whether you're going to go to the bathroom uh, before breakfast or right before you leave for school. You're actually going to choose whether to eat breakfast or not. And all of that is happening within the first 30 minutes of your day. And those are choices that you are making. Some of them are so small that you don't even realize you're making a choice because it's a habit or because it you know, is a function like going to the bathroom that you've got to do and you just do it without thinking. Um, you know, Other choices you're making is what do you wear? Did you do you lay out the clothes that you're going to wear the next day before, you know, the night before? Or do you go to your closet and stand there and stare at your clothes for a while before you pick what you're going to wear? But you're choosing that. You are choosing whether or not you're going to spend time with God in the morning or not. You are choosing whether you're going to do your homework the night before or wake up early and try to get it done before school. That's probably not a good idea, by the way. Definitely should do it the night before. Uh, but you are making choices all the time. And that right there is just in the hour after you wake up before you head out the door, door for school. So I say all that to dispel the rumor or to dispel the myth that you as a young person aren't a decision maker. You are making tons of decisions for your life all the time. Some are small, some are large, but I want you to begin to see yourself as a decision maker, as someone who has the power of choice in their life. I want to share something with you that my mom said uh, as I was growing up a number of times, and it's actually something her dad said. I never got to meet my granddad, Bob. He died uh, just before I was born, uh, by about a year or two before I was born. And this is something that apparently he said a lot. But he said, decisions determine destiny. So decisions determine destiny. What does that mean? I think that's simply trying to illustrate the point that what you choose will determine a lot about what takes place in the future. In other words, what you choose today will affect you tomorrow. What you choose today will affect others tomorrow. What you choose today is going to become a part of the story of your life. And so all of these choices, you know, small choices put together are going to become the story of your life. And that's not to say that there's not you know, things going on outside of your choice, outside of your control, that are, that are going to affect you. There's definitely things that are going to happen, but you always have the choice of how 
to react to it and what to do. You always have choice. And so decisions determine destiny. What you do today will affect your tomorrow. It will affect the story of your life. So man, let's make a good story by making good choices. You are a decision maker and the choices you make will impact you tomorrow and they'll impact the story of your life. So let's make a good story. So a couple things I want you to think about in considering just choices. Number one, your choices impact other people. A lot of times older, older folks give young people a bad rap for being entitled. And that means basically you, you, you know, they look at younger people and say they think they deserve everything. They think they should just be given everything without any responsibility. Well, one way that you communicate that that is true is by walking around making choices with no regard for how it impacts other people. So you have to understand, if you don't like people saying that about younger folks, then don't live that way. Understand your choices, what you choose to do, will impact others. And you are responsible for the impact of your choices. I mean, you chose it. You need to own it, that that's what you decided to do, and the ripple effect of this or that impacts not just you, but others. So Jesus said that we should consider others. You know, Paul and other writers in the Bible said, consider others better than yourselves. To do that, a part of that is us recognizing what we choose to do will affect and impact others. So for us to consider others, we've got to have some level of awareness as we're making choices of who this will affect negatively or positively and just consider that in the choices we make. Another thing about choices, the second thing I want you to consider and think about is that your choices communicate. So what you choose to do actually communicates to other people. You know, you've heard it said, action speaks louder than words. Well, action only comes as a result of a choice. I mean, if, if you decide to go jump on the trampoline, the action will be you jumping on a trampoline, but you had to choose to go do that. So everything that, that you're choosing, or everything, the actions that you're doing, you've made a choice to do them. So your choices communicate because your choices are followed by action. So what are those actions saying to other people? Uh, for instance, if your mom or dad makes you a meal and you leave the plate uh, once you're done on the table and you just go on about your way doing your homework or going outside to play or talking on, to the, on the phone uh, to a friend, if you do that and you don't say thank you and you don't help put your plate away, your actions really look like someone that isn't considerate, it doesn't care that they were just fed a good meal. Uh, your actions, your choice is communicating that you're not very grateful or thankful for what's been done. And in a lot of ways, that is an entitled move. But your choices could communicate differently if when you were finished or as you were eating it, you told them, thank you for this food. And when you were done, you took your plate and you went and you threw the plate away if it's a paper plate or you scrape the 
trash off if it's a, a washable plate and you put it where you're supposed to, in the dishwasher or on the counter. Now all that makes me sound like an old guy, but the reality is I want you to understand even that, your choice in that communicates to your parents. And so communicate love, communicate gratefulness, communicate that you're thankful by choosing to do something that shows that. Your choices communicate. For better or for worse, your choices impact other people and your choices communicate. Now, a lot of your choices, a third thing I want you to recognize, a lot of your choices involve saying yes to one thing and no to another. So this really helps when you consider our choices and are they leading us towards God or are they taking us on a different direction? Are we staying on the path or are we starting to walk off to the left or to the right? A lot of your choices involve saying yes to one thing and no to another. So a simple one, let's just look at it. When it comes to your homework, if you choose to say yes to doing your homework, then for however long that's going to take you, you're saying no to talking on the phone to your friends or to playing Xbox or to going out and shooting baskets. You know, your choices involve saying yes and no. To say yes to homework or to say yes to sitting down and, and reading a book to your younger sibling. Those choices, you're saying yes to one thing, but because you're doing that, that means you're saying no to a whole lot of others. And that's how it goes with choices. That's a good thing. So one easy way to kind of step back and look at the choices you're making is what are you saying yes to? Because what you say yes to shows what you value. It shows where your priorities are. It shows what's truly important to you. So if you consistently are choosing to talk and text with your friends or to be on social media every afternoon, and you're not choosing to spend any time reading God's Word or being in prayer to Him, having that quiet time that we practice at camp or that we've talked about in this podcast, you are choosing yes to your friends and no to God. That doesn't sound very good. That doesn't feel very good to even you know, to say that, but that's the reality is you're saying yes to one thing and no to another. We want to say yes to the things that honor God. We want to say yes to the things that bring us closer to Him or that help us become a, a better and more mature person. And that doesn't mean you're not going to choose some fun things. That doesn't mean you're not going to choose to have time with friends because that's actually a good thing. That can be a very God-honoring thing. But it's just important that we understand in our choices these three things. Your choices impact other people. Your choices communicate. And a lot of choices involve saying yes to one thing and no to another. So I want to look at one more thing for you to consider. And it's really kind of a good thing to look back over you know, the last month, we'll say. And just look at your choices. How often are you choosing what is quick, what is easy, or what is comfortable? Because I hate to tell you this, 
But if those are your guideposts, if those are the things that you kind of chart your course every time you make a decision by, uh, that's not going to lead you to a lot of growth. And it's not going to lead you to a lot of meaning. You choose what's quick. You choose what's easy. You choose what's comfortable. That's not going to take you down a path that makes you better, that helps you grow, or that helps you accomplish meaningful things. So I really challenge you. The choices you make, they're going to be a part of the stories that you tell uh, in the coming years of your life. You need to make good choices, recognizing that they impact other people, not just ourselves, that our choices communicate to others, how we feel about them or how we feel about what they've done for us or how we feel about what's going on in the world. Our choices communicate a lot. And our choices involve saying yes to some things and no to others. And if we're just choosing what's quick, what's easy, and what's comfortable, we can't expect to look back a month or two from now and see a whole lot of change, a whole lot of growth in our life in a positive way. So you may look at someone and say, that person, you know, maybe it's your counselor at camp. You look at them, you say, I want to be like them because, man, they know the Bible and they really love the Lord and they seem like they're on a good path with Him. I want to be like that. Well, they didn't get there without making choices that weren't quick and easy and comfortable. It's not always the fun thing to choose to study, it's not always the fun thing to choose to be a part of different activities at church. But you know that those things can help you grow. And so you choose them. And over time, all these little choices together create growth. I just want to challenge you guys. Don't pick the easy way out every time. That will not lead you to become a person uh, like you're looking at and saying, I want to be like that person. So consider the fact that your choices when they're strung together over the course of time help lead you towards growth. So choose the things that point you to God, that draw you nearer to Him. Choose the friendships that help you stay close to Him. Look at your choices and understand you're a decision maker. And the choices you make will impact you and others They'll communicate so much. Make great choices. But what's the Bible say about this? What's the Bible have to say about choice? You know, let's look at Luke chapter 9 real quick. And we can see one thing that Jesus said we've got to choose to do every single day. So Jesus says, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself. And take up his cross daily and follow me. That's a choice. To deny yourself and to pick up your cross every day and follow him. I mean, that really kind of nails stay on the path. I wake up every morning, I acknowledge God, and I follow him. I pick up my cross and I'm going to walk like Jesus did in this world. That's a choice. It's a choice we make every day. And it's a choice we actually make in every decision. Am I going to keep walking with him or am I going my own way? Another great scripture that you know, talks about choice is Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. 
And that scripture says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I love that verse so much. Especially verse 2. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world. You know, one of my friends said it this way. Reject the pattern of the world. That's a choice. Uh, to conform, that means to become like it. So he's saying don't, don't become like the pattern of this world anymore. And so my friend stated it a little more strongly. Reject the pattern of the world. It's a choice that we make. And that's a choice that really when you look at your week, did you conform to the pattern of this world? Do you look just like all the rest of the kids at your school? Or are you a little different? Because you have rejected the pattern of the world. That's a choice that we make. And it's a choice that either honors God or it's one that makes us look like the rest of the world and act and function like the rest of the world. And that choice, that communicates. That communicates loudly. So when we claim to our friends to know Jesus, when we claim to the, the kids in our school, our teachers, when, they, when we say we're a Christian and we wear Jesus' name as a Christian, but yet we just choose to do whatever we want, as we talked about in the last episode, that doesn't look like someone who has a king. So our choices, they communicate even about our faith. So reject the pattern of this world. and Be renewed every single day uh, by God as you're transformed and as you're offering yourself as a living sacrifice to Him. It's a powerful scripture about choice. last thing I want to share with you is the moment where we can consider Jesus and the ultimate choice that he had to make to stick with God's plan to go his own way. You know, he's in the garden before he's arrested, before he's crucified, and he's been praying. He's taken some of his disciples with him, and he's asked them to stay there and pray. And then he walks a little bit away from them. This is actually where Cross Devo begins. So you can consider the start of that moment where he says to his apostles, stay here and pray. And then he walks off a little further. And he's talking to God, Jesus is. And he's asking him, he's telling him, I don't, I don't want to die I don't want to go through this. This is this is going to be awful. Is there any other way? And he tells them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. That's what he says. Um, and so he prays to God. It says he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So, Right there, we see that Jesus, in that moment, was recognizing how difficult, how heavy, how painful this was about to be for him. And he was asking, is there any other way? Can we accomplish this in any other way? And he's sitting there with a choice. But he prays, 
not what I want, but what you want, Father. I want to do what you want. So he is showing us a great example of considering our choices and considering is this what the king wants or not. What's interesting to me is when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's the prayer for our life, that just as it's being done in heaven, that's how I want to be walking on this earth. I want to be walking by what God's will is for my life. So I want to choose what honors the king. I want to choose what brings glory to God. I want to choose the things that will help me grow closer to him. And when we do that, when we have that attitude, not my will, Father, but yours, please lead me to see what will help me to honor you, what will bring me closer to you and help me to do it. That, when we make choices by that, that is going to help us stay on his path. So I hope that this has been good for you today. I hope that this challenges you and also just helps you take a step back and to look at your life No matter how old you are, whether you're 9 years old or whether you're 45, you are a decision maker, given that power of choice by God. And the choices you make will impact yourself, will impact others, they'll communicate so much about you and about God to this world. And your choices are going to involve saying yes to some things and no to others. When you say yes to something, you are saying no to another thing. So let's say yes to the things that draw us closer to God. And let's fight the tendency to choose what's quick, what's easy and comfortable. And instead, let's choose what's going to make us better people, better followers of Jesus. Let's choose the things that are going to show the world that we truly do love our Father. And we truly do honor our King by doing His will in this world, just as it's being done in heaven. So I pray for you. And I pray for myself that we can be a people who make godly choices. Our decisions determine destiny because the stories that we're going to tell in the future, they are impacted by the decisions that you and I make today. So let's live a good story and honor God in the choices we make today. hope you'll come back and enjoy another podcast next week or whenever it is that you're listening to this. I hope that you remain healthy and happy and terrific. All right, we'll see you next time.